0: Welcome to Locked
1: On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here's your host, D.C. Lundberg. Thank you, Joey. I am D.C. Lundberg, coming at you from beautiful Spokane, Washington, where the high temperature today was a brisk 102 degrees, accompanied by a gentle cooling breeze of about one mile an hour. (sighs) Anyways, we are set to bring you another edition of Locked On Mariners, Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, brought to you by Rock Auto, of course. Please remember to download, rate, and subscribe to this program on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or whichever podcasting app that you personally care to use. Ask your smart device to play Locked On Mariners Podcast or Locked On Anything Podcast. It will do it for you. Follow this program on Twitter at DC underscore Lundberg. Actually, you can follow me on Twitter there. Follow the show on Twitter at L O underscore Mariners. That works much better. DC uh, underscore Lundberg for me, L-U-N-D. B-E-R-G for those scoring at home. Show hasn't started yet and it already sucks. In any case, uh, two game recaps to get to and then we'll bring in uh, some... Actually, I'll introduce my guest now and then we'll go to the game recaps. First guest is from Locked On Anaheim uh, Ducks and occasional fill-in host on Locked On Angels. He is Mr. Jason Hernandez. Jason, welcome ah good to be here once again talking some baseball although hockey's back yeah not in the state of california but nonetheless hockey's back yeah hockey's back bowling is back which i'm very excited about i'm also excited to have this next gentleman on as well from locked on a's the host of locked on a's as a matter of fact ladies and gentlemen mr jason burke jason burke welcome back
2: How's it going, DC? It's nice to be back, and uh, I'm glad that you're not asking me any questions on diamond quiz or anything, because uh, that usually does not work out well for me. So
1: <laughs> that the, the the last show that you were on, and uh, Jason Hernandez and Jason Block, I realized listening to it that I outthought myself way too many times when writing the questions. I overcomplicated them. I made them way too hard, and I tried to tone down the difficulty on the next one. I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to it or not.
2: Uh, yes, I did, and it is seared into my memory, and for some reason I keep saying yes to coming on your show. So, uh, you know, everything's <laughs> working out great. I, I'm not better. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> See, it's it's funny you say that,
0: because I kind of went the opposite way with Locked On Hockey MLB Jeopardy. When I go the other way, it just gets really silly, really fast.
1: It was really silly. Jason Burke and I were both participants on that on that show that you did, Jason, uh, it was—I it was, had a blast, and I, I'm pretty sure Gabrielle and Jason Burke did too. And I, it came it across was really show.
2: fun to listen back to, honestly. Oh, it
1: was absolutely—it was something else that was fun that happened uh, Wednesday night, gang. See, this is a segue for those scoring at home. Was the Mariners scoring ten runs against the uh, Anaheim, Los Angeles, California, thirteen Western States Angels, and they—that uh, big inning that I spoke of. Almost cost them, however. They did have a beginning of their own, however, with that 10-7 victory. Justin Dunn looked very good in his first trip through the order, but on the fourth, J.P. Crawford let the leadoff man aboard. On a lackadaisical throwing error, the next hitter walked, then Shohei Ohtani jacked a three-run home run. Uh, there was that inning of badness for the Mariners that I keep talking about and that they keep talking about on the radio side so I'm on to something with this. Brian Shaw would also pitch pretty poorly in the 6th also giving up 3 runs. However, the M's scored 5 in the 6th and 2 apiece in the 7th and 8th. Dan Altavilla earned his first Major League save. Kyle Lewis continued his hot hitting going 3 for 5. Kyle Seeger went 3 for 4. The Kyle connection doing their thing once again. And Dylan Moore checked in with two hits, including a three-run home run in the aforementioned sixth inning. Next night, the Mariners finally got a solid starting pitching performance. Marco Gonzalez went six and a third and gave up two unearned runs. Shed Long committed a fielding error, and then Max Stasi immediately crushed a home run. Mariners got started in the first, however, against Dylan Bundy. They scored all three of those runs, on the first Major League home run for Jose Marmolejos. Scott Service, I love that name, gang. Scott <laughs> Service had been pleased with how Marmolejos had been swinging the bat, even if the results had not been there yet. Shedlong checked in with a home run in the, in the ninth inning, and they'd go on to win 8-5. to five. Dan tavilla pitched the ninth inning once again, but was shaky this time, giving up three more runs. The Mariners' home opener is tonight, gang, in... You know, expletive cell phone company Park, and that's why I have. That's one reason I have Jason Burke on the show because the Mariners are playing the Oakland Athletics, which just funnily enough is the team that he covers. So a little bit of a season uh, series preview time, uh, Mr. Burke. Things are going to get underway at six forty tonight Pacific Standard Time. Taiwan Walker hopefully will get things turned around for the Mariners. Hopefully for my audience. And uh Sean Manaya, I'm looking at a 771 ERA. How did he look at his first outing? Uh
2: he he was cruising through the first 3 innings and then I think it was the 4th inning he he gave up like 3 runs in 4 innings something like that. And uh he he was doing fine going through n- no problems and then he just kind of fell apart and they pulled him because uh pitch counts are a thing right now with the A's. Oh yeah. They are not like uh, the Diamondbacks are letting guys throw 100 pitches. Nobody has sniffed like eighty with the ace. <laughs> Daniel Mangdon did. I take that back. Okay. But uh, they needed him because they didn't have a bullpen that day. Um, yeah, it's oh, been Mangdon like sixty-five, and, his, and that's it.
0: And his sweet mustache.
2: Oh, such a sweet mustache. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, DC, that, have you seen that DC? I saw a picture of him earlier on on the Mariners broadcast, and and yes, absolutely. I mean, that and that's why I asked about Sean Mania because these early season stats, especially for a pitcher. You know that's one outing seven seven one that could be just one bad inning, and that's kind of what it sounds like was the the case was,
2: yeah, it definitely was uh and his velocity was down in his last uh spring training start or exhibition game, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a little bit of a concern going in, but his uh his velocity was back. he was doing okay, and then he just didn't have it in one inning, and that's kind of been. The case for some of the A starters so far this season. Uh, it's only one time through the rotation so far, or through yeah, through, through the rotation. I said that right. Yes. And uh, so you know, nothing to really worry about just yet. The, the pitching seems okay. Their bullpen's been fantastic. Starting pitching needs to go a little bit deeper, but that's mm-hmm. really the only only issue with the pitching right now.
1: But if you say the bullpen is good, especially with pitch counts, being what they are, and you know, aside from the Diamondbacks, which you mentioned, I think that's probably a theme across Major League Baseball right now. Marco Gonzalez tonight was the first pitcher to go more than four and a third innings, but that was really because of the big inning being given up and they had to go after that rather than a true pitch count and i think gonzalez pitched 88 pitches tonight or something like that how has the a's offense been and i'll ask about the defense in just a little bit because i think that's the hallmark of of this team um with uh Laureano in center field chapman at third base olsen at first base very solid defensive team
2: have, have are the have the bats come around yet not yet no um they're averaging three and a half runs a game and that Feels like too many from what we've been witnessing through six games. Yeah. Uh, it's two runs lower than they were doing last year. So obviously, we expect more homers and all that stuff. They're averaging, they've hit five home runs in six games. And, you know, obviously, very small sample size. But oh, yeah. they were doing almost uh, one and a half a game last year. And they're under one right now. So it just feels like uh, they're just not capitalizing on their opportunities. But I think that they just need to get more hits in general, and then uh, then everything will be fine. That's kind
1: of what I felt about the Mariners through the first you know five or so games, basically the entire series in Houston, and then the first game in Anaheim, and then they just kind of busted loose the last two games. So it could happen. The good news for you, Jason, is that the Mariners pitching staff is giving up a lot of home runs. So that I'm might turn around. You're looking forward to that. <laughs> All right. Second game is probably going to be Mike Fires versus you say – Kikuchi. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Kikuchi. And how did Fires look at his first out? Kikuchi looked uh, rough. Uh,
2: like my name, Myers, like my, Mike Fires is, mm-hmm. starts. Uh, I don't really remember. It was fine. <laughs> he, he, they won. It was good, I guess. I, <laughs> um, Yeah, I, I don't remember specifically how he did, mm-hmm. which is just more testament to Mike Fires being, you know, he's fine he he does good jobs and sometimes he's really good sometimes he you know gets blown up so it was a, a middle of the road start for him
1: we'll just see how it works and then on the, uh sunday on the third game former a kendall graveman is going and he was a victim of the beginning he looked much better than kikuchi did i think um <clears throat> kikuchi i mean kikuchi kind of picked up where he left off at the end of last season which is not a good thing and graveman looked okay and then starting for the Mariners in the third game is Justice Sheffield, who looked good through his first trip through the order as well, and then gave up that big inning and just complete the wheels fell off. And he had to be replaced. Uh, We're kind of running out of time, so I think we'll leave the series preview at this right now, Mr. Burke. Please stick around for the next segment with Mr. Hernandez as we're going to talk about something not so, well, it might be fun. Who knows? Because when the two of you on, it's always fun. But we're going to go to the Mariners trivia question before... Um, Before we do that, and I don't have one. So we'll just go into the plug for Rock Auto, ladies and gentlemen. It was Ken Griffey Jr. There you go. Okay, the answer to the trivia question is Ken Griffey Jr. Oh, wait, wait, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. You have to think, who is Ken Griffey
0: Jr.? Damn it. Every time. All right.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, now this word from Rock Auto. With the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterperson orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand that his warehouse happens to carry? You've got computers with access to Rock Auto at home and in your pocket. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same parts at a chain store or dealership? Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. On the other hand, ladies and gentlemen, rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and they are reliably low to boot rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers whether it's for your classic or for your daily driver get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands specifications and prices that you prefer Why spend up to twice as much money for the same parts? No reason to do that, gang. Go to rockauto.com right at this exact moment to see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know for a fact that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Answer to the lack of Mariners trivia question, as we said, is who is Ken Griffey Jr.? Now this from (laughs) CBDMD. It doesn't matter whether you're a professional athlete, stay-at-home parent, or whether you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Gang, everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD, or Subumdum, have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints and a convenient, easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and Vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else CBD has to offer, they're offering all our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Once again, cbdmd.com, promo code LOCKEDONMLB for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from Subumdum, cbdmd. Now back to Locked On Mariners and your host, D.C. Uh, Lundberg. Fun times. Fun times, indeed. And we'll continue those fun times right at this exact moment on Locked On Mariners. Thank you, Joey, for bringing bringing us to the second half of the program. I am D.C. Lundberg, your uh, sleep-deprived and tongue-tied host, here with a couple of Jasons. Jason Hernandez from Locked On Anaheim Ducks and Jason... Hello. Yes, hello, sir. And Jason Burke from Locked uh, uh, Locked On A's. (laughs) Oh, yes. <laughs> Always fun when these two gentlemen appear on this uh, program or when I appear on their programs. Fun times to be had by all. <laughs> something, something that was not such of, a, such of a fun time. That sentence I just did, well, that was not English. No, but, that was solid. Okay. The extra innings rule uh, reared its ugly head, so to speak, on the very first full day of the Major League season. And Jason Burke's team was involved in this. As was the uh, Los Angeles, California, like I said, 13 Western States Angels and uh, Jason Hernandez. the so say sometimes fill in host of Locked on Angels. I'm sure that you both saw this ball. I'm sure Jason Burke saw this ballgame. Oh, I it- did see this ballgame. <laughs> it was a 7-3 to three final in the A's favor in 10 innings. And you guys got an up-close and personal look at this extra innings rule. Mr. Hernandez, I know your thoughts on this. Mr. Burke, what do you think about this new rule? Oh, it was great. I loved it. Um, <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: when, when your team wins the first ever wacky extra inning rule game, you love it, don't you? It was a great time. Um, okay. No, but in, in all honesty, the A's... Did a really good job, and I don't know that there's another team that could do it quite the way they did. And I don't mean like how they won, I mean how they handled the runner on second. Mm -hmm. Where uh, there was a ground ball hit to Matt Olsen at first base, he threw it across the diamond. It was not the best throw. Chapman had to scoop it, and then they got uh, Shohei Otani in between second and third, so they took care of the extra runner pretty easily. And then it was Ah. just like they started off with a single, it was fantastic.
0: I, I was talking to someone else during this game and I said, only those two could pull that off because Oakland has such a terrific gold glove defense mm-hmm. that Matt Chapman and Ole can pull that off.
2: Yeah, there's no. I, I, w- I was going through on my show, uh, you know, in real time. I was like, Bregman and Yuli Gurriel? No, they're not nope. defensive guys. Uh, Arenado and whoever's playing first base for the Rockies? No. Maybe. And I was going through and uh, even like the Angels, they got Rendon and then. Holes. They're not like, there's not Heck corner no. <laughs> defensive guys like if the it's A's If
0: and Taylor Ward, maybe. Not uh-huh. the host, I mean the player, Taylor Ward.
2: Yeah, um, I, I just don't know that there's another team that could pull that off. And that potentially could be a big play for the A's, you know, moving forward if they have a bunch of extra inning games. They might be able to, you know, uh, they could uh, nullify <clears throat> the, uh, the the runner on second and that could be a, a big thing for the A's going forward. And then uh, you got Matt Olson just hitting a grand slam to finish off opening. <laughs> that was a lot of fun.
1: That Yeah, that part that part was fun. And the, the defense, you know, obviously came up huge to, like you said, nullify that runner on uh, the start of the inning on second base. I want to talk about the next game in which this happened. And that was the uh, Royals and the Indians. One team basically played it the right way, and the other did not. It was the Royals in the top of the 10th that did it the right way. Alex Gordon started the inning on second base. Meh. He's lifted for a pinch runner, ladies and gentlemen. Brett Phillips pinch runs for him. And then they pinch hit Eric Mejia for Ryan McBroom, a great name. And they sent up basically somebody to bunt. They bunted Phillips to third base. And then Michael Franco hit a sacrifice fly. You have to play small ball, I think, if you're going to be given essentially a free base runner. And I brought this point up on this show before, and I want to get you guys' reaction to this, actually bouncing off a point Taylor Blake Ward had made on this program where he said if you've got a prospect who's got 80-grade speed, put him on the active roster for this situation specifically. I'll take it a step further. Go find the fastest sprinter in the world. Go talk to Usain Bolt. And go ask him who he thinks. The, I, and this is a serious point I'm making. Ask him who the most talented sprinters in the world are. Sign him to the Major League roster and train him to steal third base and score on a squeeze play. Those are the only baseball things he has to do. I'm going to say it. I'm
0: going to come on and say it. If sprinters can be bobsledders then sprinters could be pinch runners. <laughs> Taylor's absolutely right on that. You're absolutely right on
1: that. Get a sprinter. Why not? Jason Burke, what are your thoughts on that?
2: I, I had a similar take on that uh, roughly a month ago, I think. And oh. uh, I was saying that uh, the A's got Buddy Reed from the Padres in the uh, the Jerks and Profar deal. And I'm like, he's got speed. Maybe later on in the year when there's only 26 guys and they have all these excess guys anyway. They don't need all these. Right. They don't need like the fifth outfielder generally. Have him for this situation right here, because that guy can run and his defense is good. So if they don't score, then you got him in uh, in on defense. I think that it's a team by team thing. Like the Royals seem to have a decent handle on how to play small ball, but if you got like Mike Trout leading off, do you want him to bunt or do you want him to hit the ball? It it depends on the personnel that's in the situation, I think. And uh, I definitely think that putting your fastest guy on second base is a smart idea. Mm -hmm. But if it's you know Mike Trout. Or not Mike track because he's already fast. But uh, <laughs> you got uh, like Chris Davis there. Do you want to take Chris Davis out of the game and his bat potentially? I mean, currently he's over fifteen. So yes. But uh, you know, in general, <laughs> do you want to take that bat out of the lineup to get somebody with a little bit more speed and take a chance? If you're the home team, probably. If you're the road team, you, you got the road team's at a big disadvantage, and I think that that's a little bit overlooked mm-hmm. with uh, the the general blanket statement, but. If you're the road team, I think you got to go for as many runs as you can get. But if you're the home team and it's still tied, just small ball uh, all the way.
0: You know, it's funny you mentioned that because as we're recording this, the Padres are listening to you exactly. They're listening to you telepathically because they are the road team at San Francisco currently, and they've put up a sixth spot at San Francisco, the Padres have.
2: Ooh. Don't bunt. Don't bunt. <laughs> <laughs> San-, but I, San Diego's,
0: I- well, here's what San Diego's done. Uh, walk, single, hit by pitch, single, single, sacrifice, sacrifice, single, fly
2: out. <laughs> mm. uh, they're pretty good. Also, the Giants S- suck, but, you know, it's fine.
1: But at the same time, they had Manny Machado leading off the inning, so that gets back to Mr. Burke's point. It does depend where you are in the lineup, and I have to slightly disagree on one on one point that you made. If I have a slow runner on second base... I don't necessarily care who he is. I'm going to pinch run for him, but I might not pinch hit somebody specifically to bunt. If I can count on this guy to, to scorch one in the gap somewhere where the fleet footed guy is definitely going to score. I want that run scoring. And then you've essentially got the meat of your order up and a runner on first or second base. And then they can go from there, which is, I, I consider it basically a free run. You know, this can
0: get into a whole other topic that's for another show at some point but having this happen leads to another, uh, I guess, side effect of having the runner on second base is the time of games are getting much longer, and these extra inning games are becoming slogs. They're actually making the game slower. Yeah, this was supposed to help
1: the situation. It's not having that effect.
0: Yeah, look at Wednesday night's Astros-Dodgers game if you guys saw that after the whole fracas that happened.
1: Uh, (laughs) That game went
0: 13 innings. All of those times, those are running on second base, and every single time, they didn't run the score in. Do you know why? Because they didn't listen to you. <laughs> they didn't sacrifice. Houston doesn't sacrifice. That's not their game. The Dodgers apparently don't know how to sacrifice anymore, but Dave Roberts wasn't there to tell him what to do
1: because he was suspended. Yes. Uh Unrightfully so, but anyway, that's another topic for another show. But but Jason, um, but Jason Hernandez, I'm going to back up Jason Burke's point that he made that the first in the bottom of the tenth inning, they had Justin Turner start the inning at second base, and Corey Seeger was the leadoff hitter. You know, to his point, that's yeah, pretty good odds that they're going to score something there. You would think, right? You would. It didn't. It did not work <laughs> out that way, but. You know, I'd take my chances with with that one because Corey Seager could park one of the gaps somewhere, he just happened not to do it in that situation. Yeah, but he had the shift
0: on, too. If you have the shift on, at least a little bit, you could
1: bunt it towards the third base side and have runs in the corners. You could come on, Dodgers. And then you would have Chris Taylor, who strikes out a ton after him, followed by Kike Hernandez.
0: Ugh. I think the Dodgers are going to be the victim of this rule time and time again this season.
1: I think that there are going to be a lot of cheap victories, kind of like the one we saw in Cleveland and the team that bunted the run in to win was the away team. I will bring <laughs> that point up as well. And that to me, that's kind of a cheap victory, but at the same time, if that's the rule that's in place, you know, they embraced it and small balled their way to victory. So to speak,
0: don't tell that to the A's or the or the
1: Mariners. Cause they're fast. The Mariners... Scott Service does not like to give up very many outs. He did today. He did today. He sacrificed. But, of course, basically the third string catcher was hitting. But at the same time. Speaking of time, gentlemen, we're starting to run out of it. This was a great... No! I I know, I know. Also, it's 1044 p.m. on Thursday night, and I got to wake up for work (laughs) the next day, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm going to have to put this... uh, fun and festivities to an end just like my grasp of the english language has come to an end for the night so it is definitely time to go we'll start with jason burke jason uh where can the good folks find you on twitter where can they listen to your show and what show am i referring to
2: uh, that that show would be the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day, and uh, we can be found on Twitter at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram, actually. And uh, basically, I've been live tweeting the games because I got nothing else to do. <laughs> so uh, if you want to live tweet some A's games, that's where you can do that. And uh, I'm also on Twitter at by Jason B. And you've
1: also been uh, live tweeting some of the Dodgers Astros games that have been going on because you've been paying attention oh, to that's those been so too. Much fun. Yeah, they have been.
2: Yeah. Uh, I love drama and I really don't like the Astros yeah. so yeah <laughs> I am here for it
1: Jason Burke it's always a blast having you on the show thank you again for joining us this evening thanks for joining or thanks for having me yeah that's the one thank you. <laughs> we're all tired aren't we gentlemen yes we are definitely going to have you back at some point during the season Mr. Burke thank you again over to Mr. Hernandez you also have a show here on the Locked On Podcast Network don't you? do you not sir Yeah, talking about hockey, I have a show called Locked
0: On Anaheim Ducks, which is also part of Tulopin. Yes. And even though the Ducks are not going to play for another, I guess, four months, as some news came out as far as when play might start. Yeah, some news came out. Uh, We have hockey coming back this weekend. That's right. The NHL playoffs or the playoff qualifiers are back and none of the California teams are in it. So you can watch every other team play. And we're still going to talk about hockey on Locked On Anaheim Ducks, which you could find on LO underscore Ducks on Twitter, or follow me at Stimpy JD, as in Ren and Stimpy JD. U-E-D. I'm kidding. <laughs> I do love that Nick tune. One of my favorites of all time. <sighs> yeah. And also, uh, be sure to rate, comment, subscribe to all of our fantastic shows on the Lockdown Podcast Network uh, tomorrow or Friday, I guess that would be today, ha ha ha, see I'm awake Uh, we're going to have our official prediction show we're going to attempt to predict all of the playoff series or at least the qualifiers that are taking place next week, so that will be a lot of fun
1: Ladies and gentlemen, listen to that show. That will be fun. And remember, Seattle, get ready. You are going to have a hockey team of your own in the very, very near future. Release so, the Kraken. Release the Kraken, gang. So, you know, pay attention to this postseason. Kind of get into it and see what you're in for for a full NHL season coming up in 2021 or 22, J.D.? 2021-2022. Oh, that's right. It's, it, straddles, it straddles the year. And again, my, my the English language has completely left my brain head for some reason. But next time on Locked On Mariners, ladies and gentlemen, I will have my tongue untied as we will have guest panelists Gladys Kravitz, McGruff the Crime Dog, and a toothbrush. You will not want to miss that conversation, ladies and gentlemen. So download, rate, and subscribe to this program so you never miss an episode on Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or whichever podcasting app that you like to use. Follow this program on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners and follow me on Twitter as well at DC underscore Lundberg. Thank you again to Jason's Hernandez and Burke for joining me this evening. We will be back here tomorrow to recap the Mariners home opener until that time. Have a wonderful Friday. This, this is Joey Martin right? saying, join Welcome us back here next time for another edition oh, of no, locked Jason on Mariners, the, uh, Part the of the On podcast network cutouts. Gotcha. Yeah and